show number 125 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. So here we are, post-Shatmoy. We are finally coming down from (laughs) Shatmoy. Didn't it take us both about a week to recover from that? I was a mess. It just it threw everything off. I know the staying up, the partying, the Romulan ale. But it was worth it. Oh, it was totally worth it. It was totally it. worth it. It was great. It was. It was. The it best. was like oh, Christmas and Fourth of July and <laughs> senior prom all rolled into one. So uh, once again, thanks to all of our listeners who made it a wonderful, wonderful Shatmoy to all the people we managed to call and talk to, and for people who sent us email and. Next year is going to be... And the people who came to the party. People who came to the party. Next year is going to be even bigger and better. Absolutely. And since then, we have been so busy on the blog. Uh, So much is happening, you know. Of course. I think, you know, the world kind of looked at the situation and said, we got to really come up with a lot of Shatner stuff because they're going to have post-Shatner blues. (laughs) That's true. Oh, my God. Would that make a good song? (laughs) I woke up this morning... We're the post Shatmoy Blues. <laughs> I actually think William Shatner's Blues would be a good name <gasps> for a short story. It would. Would it? I mean, it could be about anything, yeah. really. Yeah. I would like that. There's a. Okay, I'll tell a little story. This is totally unrelated, but it makes okay. a good story. Um, there's a guy named Dick Contino, and mm-hmm. he's still alive, as far as I know. Um, he plays the accordion, and he sings. And. In the 50s, he was being groomed as sort of a, a pop star, even though he was a little too old at the time. And he was in this awful, awful movie called Daddy-O that they did on Mystery Science Theater 3000, which I watched recently. It's one of the best ones. Uh-huh. And um, the, the part two, well, there are three parts to this story. So it's very funny, and it's worth it to watch him trying to sing these kind of pop songs. And it's clear that's not really what he does. He's more like a crooner guy, mm-hmm. but they made him sing these awful songs called Rock Candy Baby. That's one of them. Oh, boy. Um, and I found out later that um, James Elroy wrote an, a, a long, short story called Dick Contino's Blues. And I have it. It's in a book. You should, I should lend it to you. Because oh, how it's fun. really funny. And it's basically he just took the character of Dick Contino and put him in this crazy, like, late 50s L.A., getting mixed up with criminals and fucking <laughs> the producer's daughter and, and, you know, running from the cops and all that. It's a great, great, great story. And he got into trouble for it because Dick Contino's still alive, and, and you know, th- he was upset about it. And Dick Contino was upset that the Mystery Science Theater guys made fun of him, and they and he sent them threatening letters and stuff. <laughs> but as far as I know, he's still alive. He must be like ninety years old. He's still playing his accordion, doing his Vegas shtick, whatever oh my it is that God. he does. So, but that's why Dick Contino's blues. But I think William Shatner's blues would be a great name for any kind of short story about anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it would be. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, listeners, write us that story. Write us that story. And let us put our names on it if it's good. <laughs> so, let, let's kind of maybe go backwards through um, what's on the blog. Okay. Starting with the most recent thing, which I just okay. posted today or yesterday or something. Um, yesterday. Yes. The Tholian Web Bag. I think that's... <laughs> Really wonderful, <laughs> and um, I think we need to get one. I think we need to get one too, and have it be our new traveling reporter bag. Yes, to put the the stuff in. Mm-hmm. I like the description a lot. 
Yes. Show your support for the Tholian people <laughs> with this hand-knit shoulder bag. Ideal for carrying CDs, music players, mobile phones, purses, hand phasers, type 2 preference, staplers. <laughs> I like the way it's just thrown in there. Yeah. Um, so this is a Tholian web bag that you're going to carry your purse in. Maybe they mean like a little oh, like a, a wallet. Little change purse yeah, or change something. Purse okay, or something. okay. Yeah. It's great. Um, and this was posted to one of the live journal track groups, and I just thought it was the coolest damn thing. And she talked about how she had made it and, and put some stills up of that screenshot mm -hmm. and how she had copied it and just thought, you know, this would actually be pretty easy. You only need two colors. Yeah. And it's a fairly simple design, and I think it's just amazing. Well, she's also done a Pong one. Oh, yes, the Pong <laughs> one. <laughs> It's very, very But, good. you know, it just shows there is no bit of Trek minutia too minutia <laughs> to be made into a, a product of some kind, a memorabilia. It's true. I wish we could say that Bill had conquered this. I mean, he's kind of one step removed from it because mm -hmm. that episode is about him being trapped and all right. that. But his face isn't actually on there, so. Think, you know, you could somehow work it out so you you manage to get a, like a ghosty Kirk on this mm -hmm. somehow. Yeah. Well, that's why I was suggesting that he's like trapped. Applique. He's trapped inside. Oh, so when okay. you open it up, you could you know he floats he out. He floats out. Exactly. Yeah. His little spirit floats out. That would be cool. So you guys should all go and buy Tholian web bags. Let's keep this woman busy with her knitting. Yes. That's what I say. <laughs> Okay. Okay, now I think we need to do the other thing, the big thing. The big thing. Well, we haven't made a decision yet. No, we haven't. We could decide right now. No, let's do this. Let's read them all, and let's have everyone in suspense until the next segment of the show. That's a great idea. Okay, the caption contest. Now, this just went up recently, and because I knew we were going to be getting together to do a show, I had to set a very hard deadline mm -hmm. on it. But um, first of all, the artwork was made by Alexandra McQueen, mm -hmm. and Cheryl, who apparently is a friend of Alexandra's, sent this to us, and, and I, I just loved it, and to me, it, it just sprung out with possibilities. <laughs> so I thought our, our fantastic mm -hmm. listeners will want to come up with a caption mm -hmm. for this. So um, let's go to the captions, and we'll take turns reading them. And for those of you who, may, who maybe haven't seen it yet, what it is, is this person has, it looks like, painted... Um, three eggs, mm -hmm. and one is Kirk, and you know, gold shirt and everything, and one is Spock, blue mm -hmm. shirt, and then the other one is a red shirt, and he's cracked open, <laughs> and he's got little X's for eyes, and his tongue's hanging out, and, and his yolk is spilling all over the place. Yeah, and Kirk and Spock look like they're going, <laughs> or something, so, you know, there's a lot of dramatic possibility yeah. here. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you read the first one? Well, the first entry is, um, the very first one is from Spockoid. And Spockoid says, the engine finally blew. <laughs> Next one's from John Hatton. And he said, Spock, summon all the Kirk's horses and all the Kirk's men. <laughs> and, you know, I did put in that spelling counts and... All of you did spell these things yeah. correctly. But John also got, you know, good punctuation in there. For Shatner style. So that good. was good. Um, so the next one is from, I'm not sure if this is um, I Lotters or Ill Otters. Could be either of those mm -hmm. two things. And this is more a comment than a caption. Um, but you could see it as a caption. I mean, the yeah, characters could, aren't speaking. This yeah, you could see one of them saying this. And it is, well, what did he expect? He is wearing the red shirt. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary Crawford has Kirk saying, 
Scotty, beam down another security officer, and this time set him down gently. <laughs> I like that. The next one's from our pal Sean Dickin, um, who says, Kirk to Enterprise, beam down two more security guards. I'm in the mood for an omelet. <laughs> That's so cruel. I like that. Okay, um, R. Narvaez, is that how you say it? Mm -hmm, okay. I believe so. I think so. It says, an alien somehow existing inside the ensign. Analysis, Spock? Again, points, points for punctuation. Definitely. The next one is from Captain Toy, and it says, huh, so red shirts are yellow inside. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain Toy also sent us one that says, well, that's one way to scramble your eggs. <laughs> and the last one here is from Evil Jay Winter, who says, wow, he got it on the very first take. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Bravo to all of oh, those. Those are great. Those are really, really good. And we will adjourn later to make our decision and make that announcement um, yeah. later in the show. And we also have to figure out what the craptastic prize oh, is going to be. Oh, we have so much. Yeah. There really is a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. That was a, that was a lot of fun. And I hope we can do that again sometime yeah. and give you all more notice <laughs> to, uh, to do this. But we do thank everyone who participated. Yes, it was great. Yeah, let's do more of those. I yeah. Like so let us turn to yet another media conquered because this is great. It's so, it's so genre specific as mm -hmm. far as the media that's being conquered here. And there are some good comments about this. So um, not only should we go over the story, but we should read the, the comments as well. Okay. So do you want to talk about this? Because you posted it. Oh, okay. Well, um, Mr. Mugato on the, the Trek <laughs> Which PBS, is a great name. Yes. Um, points out that Bill has his own font. <laughs> and... Being a person who has worked in book production for more years mm -hmm. than I want to admit, I'm really ashamed I never picked up on this. I never noticed this. Never, ever, ever. <sighs> okay. So here's what Mr. Mugato has to say. The classic TOS font has a tendency for its components to slant upwards to the right, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Of course you do. For example, the crossbar on the letter H is not horizontal but slants upwards mm -hmm. to the right. However, the only time it does not is in William Shatner's opening titles credit. And then there's footnote. Note that this has been corrected oh, in the HD version. Amazing! Like somebody noticed it and it bugged them and they thought, we have to fix this. So this means two people actually noticed this, Mr. Mugato <laughs> and whoever got him to fix it in the HD version. Yes. He points out the crossbar in the H in Shatner is perfectly horizontal, while every other time the font is used, closing credits in the second season, third season, etc., it slopes up to the right. And he very nicely did a screen capture yeah, so of Bill's a title, so or Bill's credit, so we can see that, that yes, that is the only sort of crossbar or horizontal line. It's amazing. I can't believe it. I never noticed it. I mean, how many times have I seen that, those words <sighs> on the screen? Thousands. Well, we're just so dazzled by what the it's words true, represent. It's true, because when his name comes up, you go, Oh, That's true. Oh, Bill. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Now, there were two wonderful comments on this, which I wanted to read. And the, <laughs> the first one was from Margaret. And she says, The strange thing is, I'm really not that surprised that even printed fonts yield to the bending will of William. Oh, I know. <laughs> he can make fonts conform to whatever. Right. He exerts his power over them. His power of Williamness. Billness. That's great. Charm and hotness. Charm and hotness. He made both and it has two H's in it. 
And then the other comment is from Frederick who says, the letter H stood at attention when it realized it was part of his name in the credits. He commanded so much respect. This is, those are both such wonderful comments, and what I like is what they have in common is that the font has become self-aware. Yes, it has. And it's going, wow, Shatner, I have made it. H. <laughs> and the H is going, hey, the rest of you guys, look, look, look at me. we spell William Shatner. So I got to wonder about the real story behind it. I no, mean, I like the made-up no, story. I love the made-up story, too, but I'm, I'm just like, when they were putting his name on the screen, was it a mistake, number one? Um, was it just because Shatner has a lot of the uh, crossbars? I mean, mm -hmm. not crossbars, but it's in the S, it's in the A, and it's in the E, and it's in the R. Mm -hmm. Did it look weird to have it in the H as well? Like, was it just too visually repetitive with the S, the too H, many and the A? Row. Too many in a row. Mm. Did it make it hard to read? You know? Um, You're the font person. <laughs> actually, the, this is part of what's stunning me, is that it didn't jump out at me or anybody mm -hmm. else before, because... The whole point of readability is you should never individually see letters. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're reading words and sentences. And so the H actually destroys the flow of the font. It does, yeah. Um, but what, what would be a good thing to do is to take a look at it in the HD version. Yeah. And really see... What it looks like. What kind of difference there is. Because now that I know it, it's like... Oh my God, what did, what did you do? Slap Helvetica into yeah. the middle of this? That's you know, true. fuck you, Helvetica. <laughs> Maybe we can do that. I'll, I'll have to um, grab one of the remastered ones and, and try to do a screen cap of that. We can put them side by side. And look. Mm -hmm. But you know what the weird thing is now that I'm looking at it so much? It's one of those optical illusions where because all of the other horizontal things slant up, mm -hmm. the H actually looks like the crossbar is slanting down. To it me. does. It does. It, because it's, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's weird. <laughs> yep. And um, even though this is a media, Bill has conquered... I'm going to bet, and I think I would win this bet, that Bill never knew about this, doesn't care about it, and if you pointed it out to him now, he'd kind of give that, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he'd tell you to get a life. He'd tell you to get a and life. And then I would have to say, Bill, sadly, this is my life. I work with fonts. And I, I think if someone of your stature has so influenced the world that a font is aware of you. Do you think Bill knows what a font is? No. <laughs> no. I am absolutely sure. That would be one of those conversations with his daughters where he's like, now tell me what a font is. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be going, Dad, it's letters. But aren't they letters? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, too, I think the, the William Shatner font has very specific rules, which is that, you know, the H is like all the rest of them with the uh -huh. crossbar sloping up, unless... It's in his name. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the Shatner rule of mm -hmm. this particular font. Right. Do you think when you download... It's like an Easter egg in, in written text. Well, that's it. So when you download this font to your computer... Mm -hmm. the, the, I have it! Does it, does it know? Let me see! Like if you type the word Shatner, does it correct? Um, <laughs> let me just check this out for us because, uh, because that I would do actually have prove the that Star the Trek font is self-aware. If it okay. corrected, then we would know that it's sentient. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've typed in, in all caps, William Shatner is hot. William fucking Shatner. Oh, well, okay. Now. What's it called? Is it called Star Trek font or something? I, I have something like that. 
Um, unfortunately, the font is not self-aware. Oh, man. And in fact, I'm this shocked. application is so stupid, it thinks that Shatner isn't a word. Wow. It looks better slanted up. Oh, yeah, it does. And I'm just going to keep that in front of me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, so I want to put this out there to our listening audience. I'm sure that there are some people out there who have this font on their computers. I think we should do a big experiment where everybody who has this font needs to type the word Shatner and see if it's... And another word with and an another H, word with like an H, hot. Like hot, to see if it's slanty or not slanty. That's and right. we need reports back on this to see whether it knows or whatever. I just want to know. Well, who wouldn't? Now, here's the thing. I'm trying to... Go away, you stupid window. I'm trying to see how close... This is very, very close. The, this font that I have up here right now is called... I think it was Starfleet uh -huh. BT. I don't okay. know what that stands for. Um, but, yeah, the, the whole angle thing and... You know, the way the N is like a capital letter, but it's yeah. really shaped like a, a, a lowercase. This is really a very pretty good representation of it. That's good. Well, um, I am sure that there are people listening right now who are... Already going to they're, download they're doing these it. They're font You can get them at Trek Core and all they, kinds they of They know all this stuff, so maybe we can get the expert opinion from someone about okay. this whole thing. But that, that was very cool. Speaking to, of Trek geeks. Yes. The next thing on the blog. I love this. <laughs> um, do you want to read it and then I'll give the story? Okay. So this was just read the the first part and then I'll tell the story and then we'll get into okay. Bill's uh, response. Th this is from the William Shatner BBS. Dear William or Bill, I'm not sure which you prefer, and forgive the formality if you prefer Bill. He would prefer not to hear from us. <laughs> but. but I'm having an argument with another poster on a thread. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Two geeks arguing about Star Trek. That never happens. That's right. Okay. The discussion is about captains on away missions. We all know that Kirk leads his away team in almost every episode, but the argument that I'm having in particular is, what did Kirk mean when he was talking with Savick? And Savick quoted that General Order Number 15 prevented Starfleet captains to beam down without an armed escort. This is like Galaxy Quest. I now. know, it totally is. Was Kirk lying to Savick when he told her no such order existed? I can't find anything in official canon that describes exactly what the general orders were. And I can't get CBS Paramount to respond on this. Surprise, surprise. I know, someone there in the Trek division with like all the... <laughs> They can't respond because they're busy working on this rogue H. Yeah, that's what it is. How did you feel when you were acting this out? I like that he said acting this out. Like he, like he was a, a, a mime. <laughs> or perhaps a misbehaving child. <laughs> Do you think Kirk meant to mislead her? Or was Kirk being honest when he told her, I don't believe there is such a regulation? Okay. That's a great, I have to say, everything that this person, I'm going to say it's a guy, put in here is so stereotypical of, of science fiction and Trek geeks, it could have been the template for that scene in Galaxy Quest. It really could have been. But you know what else? In the world of Star Trek fandom, especially if you're a Kirk fan, this is a legitimate point to argue. <laughs> this is true. Totally legitimate. Yeah. Um, so then I wrote, Paul, the board admin, forwarded it to Bill because it's so geeky. He wanted to see what Bill would say. Well, then I discovered this is a very old post. Mm -hmm. And somebody had 
added a comment, so it bumped up, yeah. which I thought was strange. But I went back and I read the whole thing, and it was actually very funny because this person posted this, mm -hmm. and um, and. Uh, People were sort of talking, going, I wonder what Bill would say. This is so so geeky. And the person was a good sport about it, that it really would be fun to see what Bill would say. Maybe uh -huh. somebody could ask him. And Paul said something to the effect of, well, you know, I'll give it a try. So he actually, according to him, did go ask this question of Bill. I don't know if he read him the whole thing or just asked him the question and reported back. And this oh. is what Bill said and so then I did my little photo I essay. I love your photo essay. It's so good. I'm so glad and we have to stop and say how much we love that black t-shirt picture. Yeah. That was, it's really really nice. He looks amazing and it's clearly during Trek because he's got yeah. pointy sideburns and his toupee looks really nice. And he even looks intelligent. He does. And, and, and thoughtful. With the hand. It's so nice. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. So anyway Bill's response was the answer to your question is simple. Kirk just wanted to get laid. My best, Bill. Possibly the best quote from William Shatner ever. And the thing is, he could he could answer that for any Star Trek question. Any Star Trek anything. Question. That's his standard answer. Sir. Kirk just wanted to get laid. Next. My best, Bill. <laughs> My best, Bill. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. That That is true. And pretty much, yeah, just about anything Kirk did in Star Trek either resulted in him get resulted in him getting laid, mm -hmm. or resulted in him continuing to live so he could get laid. Right, of course, yeah, it's the, the thing. Yeah. Um, and I have to say that Margaret, who commented here, always um, she she anticipated what we were going to say, so she said, "But of course, this is the explanation I always use when Kirk says or does something absurd, which is every day, <laughs> every day, all the time." <laughs> He just wanted to get laid. Yes. And, and Bill would know. Yeah. Bill would know. He's the Kirk. Yeah. And the thing was, uh, you know, you could really, if you wanted to think about it a lot like I'm doing right now, um, it was a good... I can hear the wheels yeah, turning. I know. Saying Kirk just wanted to get laid, I mean, the fact that Kirk always wanted to get laid, it totally makes sense because it was a strategy that worked. <laughs> This is true. You know, there, failure was not an option. Mm -hmm. it, failure never happened. Well, the reason all those other ships got lost or destroyed is they didn't have a sexy enough captain exactly. to save the ship by making love to somebody. Exactly. So for Kirk, it always worked to stick with what works. Yeah. Just, you know. I would like to know what real astronauts think of that. <laughs> they wanted to get laid, too. I'm sure. Well, you know, I am going to bet that most astronauts um, who saw Kirk on TV, thought that he was just the best. They wanted, everybody wanted to be him. Of you know, course, of course. My best, Bill. <laughs> I love that. So he's been using that for years. For years and years. It's great. <laughs> um, let's take a quick little break. Okay. And then we've got way more blog stuff to talk about. So oh, I know. And we have a couple of other actual topics, yeah. too. Okay. So. so let's just take our break, and then we'll be back. Okay. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. What 
has Bill done for you lately? Comments to lookathisbutt.blogspot.com, email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with Audacity and GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. you found the best podcasts in the universe. Top of the Shapmoy to you. <laughs> that is our official Shapmoy greeting. Yes. We are celebrating the Festival of Shapmoy, and part of that is talking to our listeners. So here's another listener who graciously agreed to be one of the call-in folks. This is our, our um, longtime correspondent, Pavlina. Welcome Hello, to, everybody. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank so, you. We're going to start off by asking you uh, the, the, uh, the first question we always ask our interviewees, which is, what was your first encounter with Star Trek? How did you get into it? Oh, my goodness. Let me think about this. So, <laughs> my mom used to watch it, so I, like, grew up watching Star Trek. Mm. And original then, series? Yeah, like the original series. So let me think about this. So there was like all these other shows that I had no interest on on TV because there was like only like what, like three channels on at the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you trapped like whatever was on and I was a kid and I didn't know any better. But I was like always into sci-fi stuff anyway. So I was just like really just taken by Star Trek and... I just, like, remember that one episode, you know, where there was, like, the fog that would, like, take everybody's blood away. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, like, the coolest episode ever, so. It is a cool episode. That it's is a great best. episode. Yeah. And that's the one with um, Lieutenant Garavik. That's right, Obsession. Yes. Yes. With, oh, incredible EVE on the bridge in that yeah, one. Yeah, a lot of Kirklight, too. A lot of Kirklight. <laughs> Good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's still one of my favorites. Yeah. Now, um, did you start watching Next Generation when that came on? You know, I did. So, like, when did that come out? Like, in, like, 88 or 89 or something? It wasn't quite that late. No, it was a little earlier than that, but it was on for seven years. Yeah. So, it was on for quite a while. Yeah, well, I think that's the first time I watched it because I thought it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, what are they doing? This is, like, totally wrong and... Like, the costumes are dumb, and the people are dumb. And it took me, like, a long time to get into the next generation. And then I kind of got sucked into it. Probably, you know, it had to be, like, the third or fourth season. I think for me it was more like the fifth season. It was pretty late. But um, that that series, or at least its its pilot episode, which was the thing I watched and said, okay, I'm not watching this again, um, truly proved to me how unique Shatner was because up until that time I think I was kind of stupid and I thought, oh goody, more Star Trek, there's going to be somebody like that in it and it would be really fun to watch. And then I went, oh, this this isn't working. Is that Riker guy supposed to be sexy? So, Oh, that was a terrible episode. Oh, really, really was. Yeah, it took them a couple of years to find their groups, so but I don't think it, it got good until right around the third or fourth season and then they finally started to understand what the show was about and who the characters were mm-hmm. supposed to be. And then yeah, I mean, there, there were some high points, but a very different show. Yes, TOS. yes. Yeah, it took a long time. <laughs> Question number two. What do you love about Bill? He's just a very magnetic person. Like, even now, like, I, I'll just be flipping through the television, and I'll just see him on, and, like, I just have to stop and watch him. And then my husband, who was, like, obviously not that into him, like, 
he like watches them too because he's like, wow, you know, like on that show, The Raw Nerve, he's like, wow, this is the stuff he asks these people. And I don't know. He's just fascinating, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> so what, what and he was so handsome in the original series, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> of course. So, so what, what outside of Trek um, do you really like that he's done or, or that, you know, you, you watch over and over again, aside from Ron Earth? Yeah, I'd say that's about it because... And then I, like, watch the movies that you guys bring up in your show. You know, I just, like, rely on you guys for, like, what I should watch him in. <laughs> Uh oh, so, I didn't realize we were that dangerous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we are trying to do it sort of as a public service because, you know, Bill's been in a lot of stuff over the years, and some of it's good and some of it's crap. And um, the good stuff is really good. And I, I think that we, we really have a desire to get people to see some of these things that you can get on the Internet now. You know, you never could see them before, these old TV shows and these weird, obscure movies. Um, have you seen any of the really bad movies that he's been in? Was White Comanche a bad one? Yeah, <laughs> in a wonderful way. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I have seen some of the bad ones. That is um, one of the movies they're going to be showing at Chatfest this year. They're going to show Impulse and White Comanche. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Impulse. Was that the one with the, like, he was a cop and... Like no, there was a call girl or something? No, that's no. the one where he's a, 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 a murderer yeah. and uh, yeah. who, who cons no. widows out of their money, and it is the worst of the worst. Oh, now I have to see that. Oh, it is so... Because the way you say that makes it sound like I have to see it just it to see how bad it is. It is so delightful. <laughs> this is how bad it is, Pavlina. The first time I saw it, it was on TV. I was in the living room. And my husband came from another part of the house, had no idea what it was, or even that it was William Shatner. Just the music is so awful that it <laughs> drew him into the room. He went, what are you watching? So there, there is nothing in this that's not awful. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's one of those laugh riot awful things. Yeah. There is really nothing like seeing it in a theater full of people who are there for the same reason, <laughs> to celebrate the awfulness of that movie. Yes, that's true. That's what makes Shatfest the wonderful thing yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, question number three. So you've been listening to the show for a while, and we want to know, um, what would you like us to do on the show that we either haven't done before or, or we've done something and you would like to hear more of it? I guess, I don't know, even though we've all, like, seen the, like, the like you know, I'm a big Star Trek fan, obviously. So... I really like it, like, when you guys go and watch an episode and then talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really cool. I like yeah. that. Okay. Um, and maybe, like, the movies. I like the movie talk, too. Are there any particular episodes that um, you would like us to, to examine and analyze? Did you guys go over Mirror Mirror? Did I miss that one? Not yet. I think we're going to do that maybe even this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. That, that, that might obviously. be our, our chat more yeah. viewing. Everybody likes that episode, and yeah, and you did the cage, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Remember that one, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think you guys do a great job, honestly. Oh, I mean, nice. I've been listening to you guys like since the beginning, so yeah, yeah. I love the show. Oh, that's oh. so wonderful to hear. That's great. <laughs> cool. cool. 
Well, um, well, those are our questions. Is there anything else that you want to mention or ask us or, or tell us about? Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, what, are, what can I tell you? You could tell us you so slept with I'm, Bill. <laughs> oh, right. So I'll send you guys some pictures, but I'm working on, like, a Lieutenant Uhura costume. Oh, so cool. We would love to see that. In a couple months. Mm -hmm. I'll send you some pictures of that. And then that's about it. What are you going to do with the costume? Is it for uh, an event? It's for a con. What con? Uh, so I'm over here in Maryland, so we have our regional science fiction con. It's called Balticon. So. Oh. Do you go to Shore Leave? Yeah, I was thinking about going to Shore Leave this year, actually. Yeah, I, I was at Shore Leave probably about 10 years ago or so. I, a couple times. I had a good time. Yeah, there, there's a good contingent of Shatner fans who go to Shore Leave. I've read some con reports from some of those people, and they have had Shatner evenings where... They screened various things and did the look at his butt and the Kirk Light and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I'll have to check it out because it's like literally like right up the road for me. So. Awesome. Well, we'd like to do Shore Leave again one day. I think we're going to try. We can get it together. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great if you guys came all the way out here to, you know, Maryland. And yeah. Well, if we could get Shore Leave to do a Shatner evening that we hosted. That oh, that would be, be good. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, it's like you find a lot of people who like Star Trek, but like not that many like Shatner fans. And Well, they're in the closet and we're doing what we can to bring them out, <laughs> to, to let them em embrace their, sh their Shatner love and yeah. not be ashamed. That's true. Because, you know, my husband watches this show called CSI Miami. Uh huh. Have you, have you seen it? No, I and so that. there's like the main character in that that's like Horatio and people just love to compare him to William Shatner and I'm just like oh god stop <laughs> <laughs> oh for a minute you had me interested <laughs> first of all he's not even hot and he just looks stupid and oh, oh just stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that's funny all right well thank you so much for calling into the show we really appreciate it and um Thanks for helping to celebrate Shatwood with us. Yes, and thank you for all your comments to the blog and email, and email the whole thing. You're, you're one of our longtime listeners, and we love chatting with you. All right. It was great talking to you guys. Okay. okay. Top of the show. Have Shatwood. a great weekend. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye-bye. decision yes. but like all good um shows that make decisions and give out prizes we're just going to keep padding and vamping sure. and padding and vamping until the, until the end of the show sure. so stay tuned yeah uh so i wanted to just mention quickly uh and thank our pal sean dickon who sent us these two lovely little screen caps of bill in which he's playing dress up and uh, <laughs> he's paul revere in this movie called the bastard and i gotta say he doesn't look too bad in that hat I mean, no, that one's not bad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what he's emoting there, but um, he looks a little shocked. Well, he's just learned that the British are coming. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. He looks like he's got a little indigestion, maybe. Mm. Um, and then he's got that uh, funky haircut in Brothers Karamazov. Which was a wig. Yes. But also, it's interesting to me, um, you know, he said 
one of the reasons he was cast is because he has high cheekbones, mm -hmm. and so he could look like he was related mm -hmm. to Yul Brynner. They've also done his makeup in a way to emphasize that and give a little bit um, of an Asian quality mm -hmm. to uh, to dress up. Yeah, 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 I agree. So uh, thanks for those, and other people should feel free to send us things like this because we love finding oh. interesting pictures and screen caps and all kinds of stuff. Now, um, we, we have to talk about um, this horrible ad. That we horrible. <laughs> what would the adjective be that you would use? Um. Brain bending. <laughs> Drug inspired, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Or perhaps it inspires you to do drugs. That's true. Um, this, I forget where this was posted, and I just saw it, and I'm like, I never saw this before, so I had to stick it on the blog. And it's um, Bill Schilling for himself, which, you know, we haven't seen that much of because, you know, he's shilled for the shows that he's been on and mm -hmm. Boston Legal and everything else, but I don't think I've seen him shill for himself. Now, he does, he does it constantly on the Shatner board, but mm -hmm. not in person. Right. But everything there is something that oh, of course. promotes the shop with a Shatner thing. Right, to, right. But to see him actually talking about, you know, I mean, basically saying, buy my record. Yes. And, and Well, anyway, okay, it's a commercial. It's mm -hmm. obviously one of those probably late night TV commercials, but it starts out like it's a documentary or something about, about, NASA. about NASA and about, you know, going uh -huh. to the moon. And then all of a sudden there's Bill saying, oh, I have such happy memories being captain of the starship. And you're going, you weren't really. <laughs> but, and now you can share these memories on this two record collection. And it's just like, boing, 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 boing. and he's, he's in like um, a telescope thing where you can sit and look through one of those giant old telescopes. And he's wearing a leisure suit <laughs> with the jacket sort of slung over his shoulder, very 1978. And then, there's, it's mixed with um, footage of him at one of his live performances mm -hmm. wearing a, a, a pleather jacket, I think. Um, and he's got sort of that Brian Ferry hair thing going on yes, you know, yes. in the front there. Um, and they're, it's so funny to hear them say, here, excerpt from War of the Worlds, Cyrano de Bergerac, and much more. And, and, and um, what was the third one? Because the third one oh, didn't fit into one? that at all. War, oh, anyway, I can't remember what it was. But it was. It was now, here's the thing. I believe that those were all, at least the ones they mentioned, were all taken from the album William Shatner Live, mm -hmm. which is a recording of his live performance. Yeah. And I have a lot of those cuts. I have the, uh, the, the War of the Worlds mm -hmm. and, um, and Cyrano and a lot of those others. So, it, it, so I think what they did was they took um, William Shatner Live mm -hmm. and Transformed Man. Yeah. And grabbed a bunch of cuts and put it together. You know, anything they could say was science fiction or spacey mm -hmm. or whatever. And then they made this ridiculous album that you could get from um, KTEL Records. It wasn't KTEL, though, but it was something <laughs> very KTEL-ish. <sighs> so um, we don't know if, it, if the collection contained Mr. Tambourine Man. I don't know. Well, um, Sean, uh, Sean Dickin. Sean Dickin is the... Um, source of information here because I see that he's posted a comment on this very entry on the blog that says if you want a copy of it um, you can download it someone has posted it oh cool 
So let me read a little bit of what's on here. Okay. Um, so there's that awful picture, so you know that it's this. It's the genuine and, crap. And it's um, way out junk, and the disclaimer is all albums shared here are believed to be out of print or not available on CD. So this is not illegal downloading. And um, the person who posted it says, here's a special treat. Two record set features William Shatner speaking at Hofstra University sometime around 1978. Um, for those of you who like to hear the Shatman do dramatic soliloquies, you'll be happy to hear him perform pieces from Cyrano de Bergerac, War of the Worlds, and others. For those who want tidbits for the upcoming movie, you've got that here too, even talking about why Leonard Nimoy was holding out for more money. Um, and if you want to hear stories about how Star Trek changed his life, you've got that as well. I think Shatner sounds sort of fun and bubbly when he's talking to the audience here. He seems to me like he's really enjoying the attention before he became a full-on celebrity and maybe expected to be treated like a celebrity. And yes, the cover photo shows him menacing some off-camera alien with an upside-down camera tripod. Right. Here is the track list. So, side one is Earthbound, Go With Me, High Flight, The Flight of Man, and Galileo. See, yeah, yes, that is yeah. the Shatner okay. live album. I've heard it. And then side two is Six Ways to the Moon with War of the Worlds. Uh -huh. okay. Side three, which is the next record, is The Movie. So I guess it's just him talking Q &A about The Movie. Q&A or something. And then side four is Short Takes, William Shatner, Audience, Starship's Facilities, Peter, Summer Spaceship, Three-Way Alchemy, The Brain, and The Finale. Okay. So uh, there you I've go. heard the, the, all the cuts on the, the first two sides. Okay. I think I actually had at one point a, a download of the William Shatner Live. It's probably still on my iTunes somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I did listen to the whole thing, you know, beginning to end, so you got the continuity. Yeah, and I think I've heard some of those other things on the short takes as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, and someone posts, <laughs> Keith Partridge posts a comment here that says, um, I was wondering about ripping my vinyl. I paid $48 Canadian for a used copy in 1984. Wow. Cool. So, people, if you want to download it, you can download it. The fabulous Sean Dickin has provided us with the link. Good work, Sean. Mm -hmm. Good, good work. Okay, next on our fabulous review of the blog. We don't know why we're doing this. It's just we've been so busy and so happy with the blog lately we wanted to share. I think some people, you know, not everybody does the show and the blog. Mm -hmm. Some people do the show, some people do the blog, and I think this is good for people who just don't have the time or are not inclined to look at the blog. I think, yes. You know, it's good. You don't want them to miss this stuff. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> okay, Kufo sent us this next one, which is so incredibly ugly. But it's, um, it's from geekytattoos.com. <laughs> of course it is. Be. And somebody has this really bad picture of Captain Kirk William Shatner on their upper arm, it appears. And what's amazing to me is about a year or so ago, I was you know thinking about all the media mm -hmm. Bill has conquered, and I thought, oh, there's got to be a tattoo. And I did go looking, mm -hmm. and I found people with Star Trek tattoos, but I didn't really find a Bill tattoo. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is a fairly recent post, but um, there it is. I do like the comment, mm, nothing says geek like a young-faced William Shatner on your body. <laughs> You know, the thing is, you said it looks like an upper arm tattoo. I can't actually tell what body part this is tattooed on, except that it's a limb. Yeah, could yeah. Could be an arm, could be a leg, could be a thigh, could be a calf. Could be a tail. Could be a, could be. <laughs> I suppose it could be a back if they were a very, very thin person. Yeah, but, um, or it's a hugely gigantic, giant head. It could be, yeah. Boy, it's pretty fucking ugly, though. I'll yeah. Say that. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Okay, so here's the question. Yeah. If you're putting a tattoo of William Shatner mm -hmm. on your body, but it comes out ugly, <laughs> first of all, is it William Shatner? This is like when the tree oh, falls in the forest. Yeah. Second of all, is it defacing your body? I don't know. That's a, those are and what's it going to look like as you age and yeah. wrinkle? And well, you know, whenever I see these things, yes. being a person of tattoo, yes, and I'm very happy with mine. They came out exactly the way I wanted them to because mine are very simple. They're like black shapes. Yes. But people get these face tattoos all the time, and when I see a bad one, I got to wonder, does the person who owns it think it's good? Do they look at it and go, this is awesome. This looks exactly the way I wanted it to mm -hmm. look. Or inside, do they just die a little every time they look at it and go, oh man, I can't believe I just spent $300 on this piece of shit. Really? Once it's bad, I mean, you can fix them, but you can't fix them that much. Yeah. If the proportion is wrong or if there's details that are wrong, it's really hard to get it fixed. So I want to know, does the person with this tattoo think it's a good tattoo or are they sad because it turned out badly? You know what's amazing to me? That in doing a tattoo, you can actually give the impression of Brill Cream. Yes. I mean, look at his hair. This is true. And, of course, we all know exactly which photo this is taken from. It's mm -hmm. a, you know, publicity photo yeah. widely circulated. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, I just got to wonder. Got to wonder about that. And you can't say anything to anyone. I mean, it's, it's like the bad haircut. You're like, did you mean to get that? <laughs> well, you know what I'm thinking now is, um, you know how... Um, women, mostly young women, who wear the, the low-rider mm -hmm. pants frequently get a tattoo in the small of their back, and mm -hmm. it's like a peekaboo tattoo. Yeah. be cool to just, you know, have like the top of Bill's head <laughs> peeking over <laughs> your jeans. Oh, that's pretty funny. That would be good. Not this face, though. No, no. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then we're then we're back into all the Shatmoy stuff. So yeah, yeah, just playing a little catch up there. Yeah. Now let's go to some of the the new things. Um, we have a little story here from Jen. Okay. Which I will read if you want me to. Sure. Um, this was very amusing. <laughs> As we know, Bill has now moved into social media. Even though he doesn't know what it is or how it works, he's doing it. That's right. Because he's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I love following Bill on Twitter because it's, it's just great. He has no idea what's going on or anything. But i got to say, there have been a bunch of tweets lately that I sort of suspect he might have written. Mm -hmm. And they were, on, on Twitter, people have trending topics and you mark them with a, um, a pound sign. You know, cross-hatchy mm -hmm. thing. And the one that he was participating in was, um, you know you're really old when... And there were a couple that were actually quite funny, and I thought showed a, a very good sense of humor mm -hmm. about growing old. So, anyway. Um, so, Bill's on Facebook. Yeah. And this is the thing. There are a number of people on Facebook calling themselves William Shatner. Mm -hmm. And I know it came up as a question on the board at one point, mm -hmm. and Paul provided a link. This is the real Bill if uh -huh. you want to be a Facebook okay. friend. But. So, Jen says, today... Facebook suggested that I add Bill as my friend, and I'm wondering if it's the real William Shatner. Mm -hmm. So I know that if you asked Bill about Facebook, he'd have absolutely no idea what you were talking about. But I thought it was funny, so I tried to add him. Too bad I got this message, quote, too many friends. Sorry, this user already has too many friends. 
I never knew there was a friend limit on Facebook, but <laughs> Bill has found it without even trying to. Yet another media Bill has conquered. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the first comment that comes to mind is, Jen, Jennifer, has just been insulted by a fucking computer program. <laughs> it's like that thing, oh no, I have plenty of friends right now, I'll let you know if there's an opening. You know, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Where does Facebook get off putting a limit on your friends and telling you in such a snotty way? It's true. Um, and I'm wondering now, you know, are there other people on Facebook that have reached their friend limit, or is it just Bill? Is it Bill-specific? Really? Because Bill has more friends, excuse me, Bill has more people who want to be his friend <laughs> than pretty much anybody I can think of. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Hmm. We should maybe um, take a jaunt over to... Uh, to Facebook? Facebook and look up Friend Limit. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's see. And why don't you do that, and while you're doing that, I'm going to look up William Shatner on Facebook. Okay. And see what kind of information I can dig up. Help Center. <laughs> Let's see. William fucking Shatner. <laughs> actor, director. Let's see. There are... <laughs> like a bazillion, right? And some of them are really weird. So oh, wait, wait. i got to read you this question for help. Okay. Oh, my God. This person is so... This person lives in the computer. Not at the computer. In the computer. Okay. 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 Here's the question. Are there any alternatives for communicating with my friends besides sending Facebook messages? <laughs> you could the call them on the phone. <laughs> you could meet them for lunch. Oh, I don't know. Okay. So th there is a limit of Facebook text. Facebook text. Text. <laughs> okay. Well, let me just tell you what happens on Facebook. Okay. When you type in the words William Shatner to the, the search box. <gasps> okay, yeah. First of all, you get William Shatner, actor, director, and it's that picture of Bill that I think is the one he uses for all his publicity stuff. And so I'm thinking that this is the real one. Mm. And he has 39,520 fans. Then he hasn't reached a limit because I just found the limit. Okay. Next one, William Shatner, actor, director, with a different picture, has 6,373 fans. Well, then he's over the limit. How can he have that if, if there's a limit? I don't know. William Allen Shatner, actor-director, and we know that one's fake because that's yeah. not his name. Right. There is a fan page called The Magic of William Shatner. Oh, I'm sorry. It's an application. We'll have to check that out. There's William Shatner on Family Guy. There's International William Shatner Day. That's a local business site. There's William Shatner's Rocket Man, which says it's a company. And then this one is my favorite. The William Shatner Hamster Appreciation Group. <laughs> There's a picture of a hamster. <laughs> okay, and they are very aware that Bill is the ultimate marketing tool, so you put his name on your hamster group and you're going to get a little attention. Uh, okay, here it is, the magic of William Shatner. Know someone who needs a new raison d'etre, a beacon to help navigate the dark nebulas of life? When you really want to show them you care, send them the magic of William Shatner. It's the gift that keeps on giving even when you don't want it to. Go to application. Send it to me. Okay. Well, let me um, <laughs> send it to allow me. access. Send it to me. All right. I'm I'm going to allow access. Okay. And we'll see. This is great. This is like live. <laughs> 
stuff. Live geekness. Live geekness. Okay. The magic of William Shatner. So, oh, it's sending gifts to you. <gasps> I'm going to send you a gift. Okay. Let's see which <laughs> Some of these are pretty funny. I don't want to tell you what they are. Okay. Uh, oh, this is the one. This is the one. All right. Let me send it to you. <laughs> there you are. Okay. How do we send it? Send the magic of William Shatner. Uh, and when you want to send it, um, it, 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 you know, it does that request, and mm -hmm. then it tells you, and you have two boxes that you can either click accept or ignore, except mm -hmm. it doesn't say accept. It says, what the hell? Sure. <laughs> I like that. So I'm going to click on what the hell sure. Okay. And send it, and you should have it in just a few moments. Okay, before I go look at my page, I want to read you this thing I found out about the friend limit. Uh-huh. Okay, Tell here's me. a question. Someone asked, is there a friend limit? And here's an answer, the first answer there, from a user. Yes. There is a friend pages limit of 5,000. That means combined, you cannot have more than 5,000 total. Then they get into more detail oh. for those of us who are math impaired. <laughs> E.g., if you have 2,000 pages you are a fan of, then you can only add 3,000 <laughs> friends. If you try to add more pages slash friends at the 5,000 limit, a pop-up will show stating you have to delete a page slash friend to add another. Okay, I'm going to go back to my page now and see what this okay. magic of William Shatner gift is. And then once you look at it and like it, because I know you will, we can go and look at the other gifts that they have to send okay. because they're very, very funny. And I'm liking this a lot. And everybody needs to go to Facebook and, and do it. Okay. Well, do you have it? No. Where is it supposed to show me this? Um, in your inbox, I think. Oh, you, in my inbox? When you get gifts. Now, let me see what some of the other... Things are, I want to know what the William Shatner Hamster Appreciation Group is about. Okay. Do you think it was founded by Rat Lady? Oh, and I, she's moved on I to hamsters? I think William Shatner is the name of the hamster. Oh, oh. someone named their hamster William Shatner. That's is, what it is. Is it another Concord Media pet name? I think so. I think so. Or maybe just hamsters. <laughs> Hamster. <laughs> and it lives in Ireland. An Irish hamster. An Irish hamster named William Shatner. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, I'm telling you the truth, man. That is absolutely true. Does it do a little Irish jig on its hamster wheel? I don't know. If there are cute pictures of hamster on that pages. So, um, oh, William Shatner. So he's got... Okay, here's that you became a fan of the magic of William Shatner. Yeah, I did that. Okay, so the other thing will show up shortly. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Um, William Shatner, so we were talking about limits before, and William Shatner does not have 39,000 friends. He has 39,000 fans. That's different. Right. And I'm trying to find out if William Shatner actually has any friends or whether he just has fans. Okay. Because, you know, you, I don't see any friends. Wow. So I don't think that he has any actual friends. Now, let me go to the other one, which I think is the fake one, which is 6,000. But it, see, this is really weird. So there are two of them, and this one says it's William Shatner's official Facebook page. So which is the real one? You're going to have to find out. Me? And, well, because you know, <laughs> well, you're on the board all the time. And because I'm his friend and his fan, That's right? That's true. Now, this William Shatner does have 6,373 fans, and I don't know how they got around the limit then. Okay, wait. Yeah? You can only be fans and friends of a total of 5,000. Okay. But 
you could probably have as many fans as are willing to click your become a fan thing. Okay, you're right. But he doesn't actually have any So friends. he's not a fan of anything. Right. And he has no friends. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he must, right. He must have if it told Jennifer. Yeah, I know. It's really strange. So he, Bill has two Facebook things. Neither of the hamster ones. No. We've eliminated the hamster as the real one. Yeah. It has not been it's the real not one. That. There's one called the Holy William Shatner. There's an Oscar for William Shatner. See, these we know aren't really Bill. Help nominate William Shatner for Governor General. Oh, here it is. Here, I got a request Canada. from the magic of William oh, Shatner. Oh, good. You have, you have a the magic of William Shatner. Okay, it says, your needs are clear. The galaxy has answered. Allow all that is the magic of William Shatner to enlighten your existence. And I have to click, what the hell, sure. Yeah. Oh! I got it! <laughs> Do you accept this gift? Fuck yes! <laughs> Please accept the gift. Yes! Oh, isn't that good? Really? So I want to see, where does it go on my home or anything? I'm so glad. I'm so glad you like it. Yeah, so now it should say something here about me having just gotten that fabulous gift. Why don't you describe it to our, oh, okay. our many, many well, listeners? Maybe some people aren't on Facebook. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you uh, what happens, which is that um, you can send your friends little gifts, which are just little images, and then mm -hmm. they have amusing text that goes with them. So with the magic of William Shatner, of course, um, all of the images are Bill. I'm trying to get back there so I can actually um, narrate it. I'm going, of course, my Facebook isn't working now either. What the fuck? Maybe Facebook's having a bad day. Maybe. It's not my internet. I know that. My my browser is seizing up. Anyway, it's it's that picture of Bill that we love so much mm -hmm. from Dread and Circuses where he's got his hands stuck down his pants. <laughs> and it says, Shatner Adjustment. Yep. It's nice. Okay, so I'm going to that, I think I'm going to that page now, except, God, it's, it's so, so slow. slow. I don't I know. know what's going on. All right, here Is we go. Is this the time of night when everybody's on Facebook? I'm here. So what you can see are all these different things that they've made, and they're so funny. So there's the picture of, of Bill when he was on, um, uh, not What's My Line, but uh, one of the other, Match Game, and he's kind of smirking, and it says, the patented Shatner smirk. And then there's the picture of him from Impulse, where he's got that giant wide collar and he's sort of looking at the belly dancer. And it says, Shatner sneers at your superior intellect. It's very good. Then there's another one of the... Okay, I'm looking at him okay, now. And there's one for the Priceline, where he's got his two fingers splayed out and he's kind of pointing at the camera. And it uh -huh. says, Shatner's lightning finger fin of death. <laughs> I like a Shatner surprise. There's one from uh, Charlie X without the shirt. Yeah, are you seeing this? They have your moist towelette. Yes, I did say the that. Cleansing the cleansing moisture of Shatner. That's so funny. Um, I also like one that's a picture of Bill now and then a picture of Captain Kirk, and it says, Shatner's uncanny <laughs> resemblance to TV's Captain Kirk. Really? So good. And then the one where Bill is um, holding up a phaser. It's a black and white shot. Uh -huh. The phaser's right in the front, and it says, Shatner's phaser up your nose. There's also one called Making Love the Shatner uh, With way. all the women that he slept with. Yeah. Oh, now, so the good. one of Shatner Acid Trip, that is from that the art. The Shatner Show. Yeah, yeah that yeah, art exhibit. Exactly. So I think... Um, you know, the way it works here on Facebook is that 
every time you send a gift, then you have access to more of them. Okay. So unlock one more gift for every gift you send. You've unlocked 16 out of 166. So I think you and I need to spend a couple of weeks just sending these back and forth to each other so we can see all of them. How do I unlock one? You have to send me one. Oh. Or somebody else. Okay. You don't have to send it to me. Okay. So, um, yeah, maybe all our friends on Facebook should start sending them to each other and also to the look at his butt thing. I think that they can do that. <laughs> That's true. Now, you were going to talk a little bit about the Facebook statistics for oh, the look oh. at his butt page. Okay, let me go If we can it. actually get there. Okay. So here we are at the insights section of our Facebook page. Welcome to your new insights page. Facebook allows you to engage with your fans in more ways than ever before. And insight now allows you to dive into the context of those interactions with deep analytics. Ooh, I like that. So it's got a lot of graphs here. And one of the funny things it does is it rates our post quality. <laughs> Do that. I don't know, and I don't know what the top number is. Um, right now, it's saying our post quality is forty-one point two, which I believe is kind of low because okay. I know earlier we, last week, we were in the seventies. Okay. Um, but you see, here's all our interactions in a little graph. Uh -huh. um, it, it shows us all our activity and um, what people are doing as far as. Yeah. Now here's post quality. Oh, see, it went up and then it went down. Maybe it just means... It was like, over 100 at one point. Maybe how many people are liking what you're doing? Or, I don't know. Or re-Facebooking re it or something? But what I like is it gives us this breakdown of our fans. Oh, I like that. Let's yeah. see. We have 76 fans, which amazes the hell out of me. <laughs> because we've done no promotion. Because we've done no promotion and, you know, whatever. Um, more female than male. Well, this is active. Oh. Now, um, here we get total fans, yeah. which is a little little further down. And this is where it gets more interesting. We're like about one-third male and two-thirds female. That's good. I, yeah, that's like fantastic. That. Yeah. And um, our largest group is 35 to 44. That makes sense. Our smallest group is 55 and over. <laughs> and our most, at, or our countries. Oh, let's, oh, look at that. There's people from all over the place. And a Klingon. And a Klingon. <laughs> I love the fact that we have people all over the freaking world. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I like that there's English U.S. This is for languages. Languages. English U.K. and English Pirate. pirate. <laughs> Arr. Arr. So somebody's got an English Pirate to be an actual Facebook language. That's amazing. Um. So th these are our, our statistics. It's so cool. Now, here's the interesting thing. We have almost no male fans between 13 and 24. Huh. Those are guys who we scared into thinking they were gay. That's right. Okay, because that's the right age group no, for that's that. That's absolutely right, yeah. Um, our most male fans are, again, well, no, they're in the 35 to 44 group. Mm -hmm. And then we go way down again on 55 and over. Because mm -hmm. maybe people 55 and over, oops, that was my, my sneaker, um, aren't really into the podcasting thing? Quite possible. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. That's very interesting. So I thought that was kind of fun. I think that's fascinating. So Facebook is just turning out to be um, far more interesting Shatner-wise than I had thought. Um, 
so this is really cool, and uh, we encourage all you guys to go sign up for the Magic of William Shatner, send these gifts back and forth, send stuff to look at his butt if you can. I think you probably are able to do that. And um, let us know if you find more interesting Shatner stuff on Facebook. Oh, and while we talk about Facebook, I just want to make an announcement. I've sent this out to a couple of people, but um, there is a Facebook account in our names, Kitty Lena. Mm-hmm. And when you look for look at his butt, I think that's where it takes you first. Oh. And so people are saying, I want to be your friend. And I always say, okay, but I also send them a message saying, we only have this page so that we could own mm-hmm. the fan page. Right. And I don't post here. And so if you want to keep up, go click become a fan at this other page. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want is um, look at his butt. not the thing that you know says Kitty Lena on it, but the actual look at his butt where you can click become a fan. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get notices from us, and those people were notified mm-hmm. by Facebook that we were having the fantastic caption contest. You're going to want to be in on these things. That's right. And um, you'll know that it's the real look at its butt page because there's a picture of his butt. <laughs> Thank God. But soon there will be fake look at his butt pages. Oh, that's so right. you want to get in on the it. The real one. Um, now, while there's so little confusion, right. relatively little confusion. Okay. Um, we're going to need to wrap this up in a minute. I was going to say, why but don't we first, wrap it? we have to do the egg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, wait. I want to get back to so it. So let's get back to the egg page. I would if I could. <laughs> okay. And uh, we, after careful consideration and, and running through them all, we jointly agreed that there was a winner that was the best. But first we want to say it was a tough. It was very tough. Oh, and now there's a new entry. Oh, after the deadline. It was Chad. Because <laughs> says Johnson wasn't cracked up for security. That's pretty good. Well, that is very good, Chad, but you were past the deadline. Yeah. Um, but we would have considered you anyway because <laughs> we're just not that hard-assed. And because you're Chad. <laughs> and because you're Chad. But, um, yeah, it was a really, really tough decision. But we are now going to announce the winner. Mm-hmm. And Let- the winner is um, it's John Hatton. Yeah. Because we really, really liked his entry, which I'll read again. Spock, summon all the Kirk's horses and all the Kirk's men. And I want you to explain your analysis of why this is an exceptionally good well, entry. Well, it was because it had many layers in it, and that's why I liked it. Uh, first of all, it was uh, written, as you pointed out, in Kirk speech mm-hmm. with um, ellipses, ellipses between the phrases so that you could really get the flavor of, of saying it out. The fact that Kirk's referring to himself in the third person makes me laugh really hard. I like that a lot. And that he's calling himself the Kirk's horses. Yes. Just like in the rhyme. And the fact that it's a great reference to something that's totally outside of track and completely appropriate for, and for what's And you here. completely get what it is yeah, yeah, instantly. Exactly. You don't have to have it explained, which we're going ahead and doing. But the other thing is, is that the Kirk has horses just like Bill does. That's right. And men, his own men. Yeah, and all the Kirk's women, too, but they didn't make it into the rhyme. So I I think for for all those reasons, that deserves to be. Right. So, John, you're going to want to send us uh, uh, an email at lookathisbutt at Mm gmail.com. Send us your home address, and we will package up your prize, which we haven't quite decided on. Mm -hmm. But you'll, you know, send us that, and we will get you something very special and we love this so much we're going to try and do more oh, things definitely. like this and john if you don't want to send us your home address send us the p.o box where you get all that other embarrassing stuff yeah yeah we'll be happy to send it wherever you like that's right 
and, and you'll know ours because it will be large, it mark in large block letters, embarrassing stuff for John. <laughs> from look at his butt. <laughs> from look at his butt. It will all be in Shatner font. <laughs> we should try to print the label in Shatner font. Oh, I can do that. That's no problem. That would be awesome. So, yes, please do. And, uh, yes, everyone else, look out for the next uh, contest that we have. Okay. And, okay. Because we don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think that's So good. we'll wrap it up. So um, thanks, everybody, for participating. And please keep sending us stuff. And please join our Facebook group. And join our Facebook group. And send the magic of William Shatner to each other. And us. And us. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> It's a final frontier, baby. <laughs>